Hey, hey, just a quick heads up. Got a new thing here for you. I'm launching a brand new group coaching program. There'll be 10 students. It's called Peak. And in it, I'm going to help you build an online business around something you're passionate about, something you have experience in, opportunities that you're aware exist, and the knowledge that you have. It's called Peak 10 Students, uh, eight weeks. And quite honestly, I think it's going to be insanely valuable for the 10 people that get into it. So if that sounds like something you want to learn more about, if you want to jump on a call with me to talk about it, this is going to be invite only. So just head over to gregclunis.com slash apply. That's gregclunis.com slash apply. G-R-E-G-G-C-L-U-N-I-S.com slash apply. Fill out the quick application there and uh, hopefully we'll see you in the program. In this episode, we revisit the self-discipline question. Get ready to take notes because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to revisit this question of self-discipline. It's something we talked about just a few episodes ago, and many of you have reached out to me since and told me that you struggle with this as well. Well, in the last episode, in episode 283, we talked about it mostly from like a theoretical, philosophical mindset point of view. More so, how do you think about self-discipline? And in this episode, what I want to do is break down my personal approach since then to bringing self-discipline into my life. How am I actually executing on this new philosophy around self-discipline? So hopefully this brings you some value. Hopefully this helps. But before we jump into that content, I want to remind you to give me a follow over on Instagram at Greg Clunis. That's at G-R-E-G-G-C-L-U-N-I-S. Give me a follow. Send me a DM. Let me know that you're a listener of the show and I will be sure to follow back, respond to you, and we can have a uh, pretty dope conversation. So this whole self-discipline thing, we've talked about uh, just how to shift our mindset around it, how to think about it differently. And what I find really interesting, what I find really fascinating when it comes to self-discipline is that, like I said in the last episode, in episode 283, it can often be the core thing that differentiates our ability to achieve the things we want to achieve and our ability to sort of just keep struggling for quite some time. It's our own self-discipline, our own dedication, and our own willingness to do the things every single day that move us towards that goal. So we know that self-discipline is important. And actually, there's a great quote that I think really sums it up. It's by uh, Jesse Owens. For those of you who don't know, Jesse was the first American track and field athlete to win four gold medals in a single Olympiad. And uh, to, to sort of 
make things even worse or, or better, depending on your perspective. Uh, he competed during the 1936 Olympics that was held in Nazi Germany at the time. And uh, he was the guy, the black American guy who uh, proved that there was no such thing as a master race, that the whole blonde hair, blue eye thing was not necessarily uh, genetically superior because he came out and he won four gold medals in a single Olympia, the first track and field athlete to do so. Anyway, his amazing quote around self-discipline is, uh, quote, we all have dreams, but in order to make dreams come into reality, it takes an awful lot of determination, dedication, self-discipline, and effort. That's from Jesse Owen. But it's a tough thing to do. Self-discipline, dedication, all of that stuff, it's hard, which is why most people don't do it, which is why most people don't have the the things that they want or the, the lifestyle that they want or have accomplished the goals that they want. And most of us, even who do have some degree of self-discipline, who are uh, gaining some degree of success around the things we want, are very lacking in other areas for the same reason. For example, I still have an enormous amount of student loan debt. That's not something I've even honestly touched uh, since graduating. And the big reason for it isn't lack of funds necessarily. It's lack of self-discipline around where my funds get allocated towards this specific goal. That's something that I'm personally going to be changing. But just because you are disciplined and self-disciplined and determined in one area of your life doesn't mean that you are in all areas of your life. So it's really, really tough. It's, it's, a, it's a big challenge to bring this, this thing into your life. And, and so that brings up the question, well, how do you do it? And the answer, as with most things on this show, is to have a solid routine. Uh, it's to either have a morning routine or a daily routine that puts you into the right place to be self-disciplined. And uh, there's a great quote around routines Quote, the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. This is from Mike Murdoch. Your routine is what sets you up. It's what drives your day-to-day behavior. It's what determines where you end up. And so if you can create a routine that allows you to be self-disciplined, then it works. And so what I'm personally doing, because this is more of like a, uh, here's my personal answer type of episode. What I'm personally doing is the following. I have three rules for myself. And this is just in the last week since uh, releasing episode 283. I have three rules for myself that if followed every single day, allow me to be self-disciplined. If one of them is broken, then things sort of fall off the track. So rule number one is that I need to be up and out the door on the way to my workout by 8 a.m. 8 a.m. I need to step out the door and either be heading down to the waterfront to go for a jog or up to the gym to do some lifting. Whatever my workout is for that day, I need to be out the door at 8 a.m. and doing it. So that's rule number one. Rule number two is that I need to control my first meal. Uh, I've found that two big issues here. First of all, the biggest area where I end up spending money on food tends to be breakfast uh, because if I'm just sort of getting into the work zone, I don't want to stop and go cook a meal. And so I end up going out and buying something. Typically, I choose fairly healthy choices, but 
it's still a pretty big money suck to be buying breakfast every single day. And then the second part is that you can pick the healthier foods going out, but it's still not as healthy as something that you make with fresh vegetables at home or fresh fruits or, or whatever it is. And and so if I can control that first meal, what I find is that it, and eat something healthy, what I find is that it sets me up to sort of follow that pattern for the rest of the day. So that's why I set that as my second rule. And then the third rule is to only try and accomplish three things each day. Now, this is where it gets a little complicated because it's not necessarily three tasks. Uh, It's three 90-minute blocks. And within that 90-minute block, however many things I get, whether it's one task or six tasks, doesn't really matter. It's 90 minutes on this goal, and that's all I get. And, and what I found is that if I can limit my time for each goal, that's going to force me to be more uh, conscious about the things that I'm spending my time on. And so what I found is if I can hit those three rules, so wake up, get out the door by 8 a.m., uh, control my first meal, eat something healthy, and only focus on getting three goals done each day and not worrying about anything else, just 90-minute blocks on three specific goals, then I end up having a really focused day where I'm in charge constantly. I'm the one choosing what I spend my time on. I'm the one choosing what I eat. I'm choosing to go to the gym. I'm choosing to get to bed early. I'm choosing to spend time with Rachel and my friends and my loved ones. And I'm, I'm carving out the time and space for all of these things. And it, it just puts me into this really great space of feeling like I'm, I'm making progress at all times, which leads to being happier and more fulfilled and all of those things. What I want to do Uh, share sort of the results of this. I've been doing it for a little bit now and I want to share what those results have looked like, but I'm going to do that after the break. So make sure you stick around. Support for this episode comes from Grove Collaborative. Grove is the best place to discover all natural home products and have them delivered straight to your doorstep. Recently, I placed an order with them and absolutely fell in love with three new products that I don't think I would have ever tried otherwise. The first product is the Mrs. Myers Lemon Verbena dish soap. It smells amazing, reminds me of being out in nature, and it cuts grease like nothing else I've ever used. The second is Mrs. Myers Rosemary Hand Soap. It leaves your hands feeling soft, clean, and smelling awesome. And finally, I'm in love with Grove's own walnut scrubber sponges. They hold up so well compared to some of the big brand names. And because they're from Grove, I know that they're higher quality. So if you're ready to give natural products a try, head over to www.grove.co slash tiny leaps to receive a free $30 Mrs. Myers kit, a free bonus gift, and a two-month VIP membership. That's www.grove.co slash tiny leaps. All right, so let's talk about my results. What has happened in the last few days of doing this uh, sort of rules-based routine, this daily routine where in the morning I'm up and I'm out by eight, where I am controlling my first meal and where I am uh, focusing just on three goals each day. 
Well, the first few results are in and uh, I have felt way more focused throughout the day. I've had way more energy. I'm spending less money, which is something I'm definitely proud of. Um, I'm spending less time just sort of messing around and grabbing my phone. Uh, one of the big things about limiting your time is it's very you're very conscious of how little time you actually have. And so you end up more focused during the time that is available to you. Uh, I'm working on higher value tasks. Again, when you limit your time, you have to make sure the things that actually make it on the task list are important. And so I spend actually a little bit more time just figuring out what should be there and what shouldn't and removing those things that just aren't that important. Um, I'm, I'm getting more done and more importantly, I'm doing things better. Uh, it's, it's always so funny. I've always felt like if I limit my time, then obviously I have less time to execute on things and that that would result in, uh, crappier work. And that hasn't been the case at all because I'm more focused because I'm more zoned in because I know I only have a little bit of time to work with. I end up catching more, uh, minor details. I end up getting things done faster. I end up keeping in better communication with my clients or, or students or whomever. And, uh, I just end up in, in, uh, kind of a better place in general. Uh, so I've, I've found that it's very, very valuable to work in these sort of 90 minute blocks, especially when you control that first meal, because you end up having more energy throughout the day, which helps you focus and, and you don't burn out as quickly. And, and so those results have been incredible. And honestly, I haven't even been doing it that long. And so you might be wondering, well, great, like this worked for you. How do I do the same thing? And uh, my goal with this episode was kind of to lay out how I did it and then to uh, give you sort of the same template, right? So this process works for me. If it doesn't for you, then uh, try to modify it to whatever way your brain works and whatever way you think about things. But if, you, if I were to strip back those three sort of rules that I just made for myself, here's how I did it. Uh, the first thing would be to identify your biggest leverage points. So for me, that was getting out early, to get to the gym. That was my first meal of the day. And that was the amount of things that end up on my to-do list. Uh, if those are my three biggest leverage points, those are the three biggest areas that uh, wins there would lead to more discipline throughout the rest of the day or losses there would lead to less, then I just need to control those three. I don't have to worry about every single detail of my life. I just have to focus on those three big areas that will add uh, drive results for the rest of the 80% of my life. So, so that's your first step. Identify your three biggest leverage points, your three biggest areas that if you can make some changes in those areas will drive the biggest change elsewhere. The second step, once you've identified those, is to sort of create rules of operation for those points. So in my case, I knew that getting out and going to the gym early was a, a leverage point. And so the rule of operation is I need to be out by 8 a.m. This is something that cannot be broken. I have to do it no matter what is going on. Obviously, given the circumstances, like there are cases where I'm, I might have to break that. But on a regular day of my regular life, when nothing crazy is happening, I need to be up and out by 8 a.m. at the gym. Uh, that could mean earlier, by the way. And so those days when things get crazy, 
going earlier is an option to make sure I still hit that rule, but I need to be there by 8 a.m. And, and so if you can identify rules of operation for each of those leverage points, however many you have, uh, then you can start to do step three, which is to just focus on not breaking the rules. Focus on executing on those rules that you set for yourself around your leverage points. If you don't break those rules ever, then you win. And, and obviously, like I said, there are situations that make it impossible, but the goal is just to show up 50%, 80%, 70%, however, whatever percentage you're able to given your personal situation, set, find those areas that are big leverage points for you, set those rules and show the hell up as often as you can. 10% progress is better than zero. So don't worry about needing to be perfect and never missing a day and, and always doing it. You just need to be able to make some kind of progress. And that's what this is all about. So I hope that process helps. Uh, it's, it's very straightforward. You simply need to identify the areas that matter to you that will drive results in other areas. Uh, set those rules for yourself and never break them. If you can do that, then you win. And, and so... I hope that helps. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, definitely make sure you go listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Google Play, all the platforms. I'm pretty much everywhere. Uh, if you're listening to the show, then head over to YouTube and subscribe. Watch the video format of the show. I'm getting it caught up right now, uh, working with a video editor to make sure that happens consistently going forward. And uh, just a quick reminder, if you haven't already, connect with me over on Instagram at Greg Clunas. This is going to be a main platform for me going forward. Uh, in addition to the podcast, I want to make sure there's a platform for you to see sort of like behind the scenes visual side of things and to have a better conversation with me. So find me on Instagram at Greg Clunas. Give me a follow, then send me a message and let me know you're a podcast listener and I'll follow you back. I will have a conversation with you and we'll, we'll be able to connect. So uh, at Greg Clunas on Instagram. Thank you for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.